Number one, there's no age restriction. It could be your newborn baby. It could be your grandparents. It could be you who just gave birth. There are no restrictions to removing the person that needs to come out and go in quarantine. They take you. You have no right. There is no due process. There are no court hearings. There is also no time duration limit. You are there until they tell you you can leave. The governments of this world have granted onto themselves the power to line you up, line all of us up and shoot us without any consequence, without any due process at all. That is the state of the law today, internationally and in our country. Hey friends, that was attorney Todd Callender. He and Dr. Lee Leet are back for our bi-weekly All the Real News Roundup. And I thank you so much for being here. Before we start, just a quick word about an important sponsor. Just when you thought it was safe, interest rates spiked and new threats have come out of nowhere. Tensions are boiling from Asia to Europe and adapting to this turmoil is the key to safeguarding your wealth. Perhaps you've not considered gold before, but now is the time. It's insurance and right now you need some insurance. Noble Gold Investments has been protecting investors from disaster for years with precious metals. So, if you're worried, it might be time to take a fresh look at gold and silver. Gold is a multi-century proven safe haven to shield your portfolio. And right now, Noble Gold Investments is offering a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with its new IRAs this month. If you open your Noble Gold Investments IRA or 401k rollover right now, you can claim your coin today. Remember, crisis brews gold insulates secure yourself and your portfolio against the threats go to noblegoldinvestments.com right now noblegoldinvestments.com it's the gold company i trust hey friends welcome back thank you so much for tuning in it's Sean from SGT report here with my bi-weekly news roundup with my good friend attorney Todd Callender and Dr. Lee Vleet i'm so glad to have you guys back on welcome back it's great to be here. Happy Friday. Great to be back, Sean. Happy Friday, my friends. Guys, we have some good news to share in this broadcast, not the least of which is President Bukele down in El Salvador putting his entire cabinet on blast and telling them corruption will not be tolerated and telling them that the AG will be digging into all of their backgrounds to see if there has been corruption. And I think that is a huge glimmer of hope because Bukele stands in stark contrast to the New World Order powers in the banking cartel that wants to enslave us just like they enslaved the citizens of El Salvador, Argentina, etc. And Bukele is calling them what they are, pure evil. But more on that in just a second. We have Dr. Peter Hotez, fear-mongering about disease acts. We'll talk about that. <laughs> and of course, Steve Kirsch just gave a groundbreaking presentation at MIT about record vax death data from three countries. It is now undeniable that the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine is killing people around the world and only the most narcissistic idiots working for the mainstream media and or big pharma could possibly deny that. Todd, Dr. Yeah, Todd, Dr. Vliet, where should we begin? Hotez, I want to start on this guy because he came out of out of nowhere. He seemingly was somebody they dug up that would be willing to sell his soul to say anything for a dollar. Um, and and it, it, despite people dying, lying in the streets and blood coming out of their mouth, he's still saying safe and effective all of what last week. That guy. That guy. He should be in prison oh, yeah. along with his buddy Fauci, Doc. He's a despicable representative of medical professionals who sold out their soul. 
is he even a, like a medical doctor? Or is he like uh, Tedros, a, you know, a, a PhD in education or something like? Or would Jill Biden? <laughs> she's a fantastic doctor. She's, she's, she's more like she's, <laughs> he's more like Bill Nye, the science guy. When it comes to medicine. Well, let's let's put it this way, Todd. People can have an MD degree and yeah. not be a physician. Yeah, true. In the, in the full meaning of the word, yeah, they can have a PhD, and it can be a correspondence PhD. So, and there are people with legitimate degrees who have sold out, have sold yeah. out patients, have sold out science, have sold out their duty for which they earned that degree. So whether whether he has a degree or not isn't really the question. The question is, is he presenting truth to the public, which he clearly is not? Well, and by the way, John, the United Nations launches Gates-funded global digital ID program as experts warn of totalitarian nightmare. So the good news is, is more and more people are now sounding like Alex Jones. Todd, yeah. I give you credit for that. I would give people like <laughs> Elon Musk credit for that at this point. Yeah. And certainly Tucker Carlson. The world's waking up. Yeah, I'm a card-carrying conspiracy theorist and anti-vaxxer. You know, I'm, I'm going to get a card made up, just hand it out, because proudly, proudly so, it's it's failing, right? People are finally getting past this whole thing, and, and thank God for that. And, and the truth of the matter, Sean, is you've been at this for a long time, and you've helped Dr. Vliet and I finally reach some people. So the, the thanks goes to you, brother. No, back at you. We're all trying to move this giant boulder up the hill. But guess yeah. what? Once we get to the top and we let it roll back down, it's going to crush the New World Order puppets. It really is. See, yeah. truth cannot be stopped. We have the light right. of God on our side. And these people rely on our stupidity, our ignorance, on our laziness. And oh. basically, they don't want us talking about these issues, which is why they're trying to curb our free speech, Doc. Well, that's exactly right. And two things on that front. Truth for Health Foundation has been attacked by Norton antivirus, AVG antivirus software with malicious and defamatory denigration of our brand and our security and our reputation. Microsoft Outlook has blocked our domain name so that we aren't able to send our email newsletters that people sign up for that we pay a service to send and we pay Microsoft for their services on our Outlook and Office. And they are blocking our ability to communicate with our constituents under the regulations for a public charity. We have a duty to communicate with all <laughs> our constituents and donors. It's true. So big tech has decided to label us in damaging ways, and we are pursuing legal action on that. But we are experiencing it on a daily basis. Interference with our website, interference. We have a Shopify e-commerce store. Shopify is the state-of-the-art cybersecurity technology for e-commerce platforms for millions of businesses. We're running the same software. Everyone else is running the same updates from Shopify and the same security from Shopify. And yet 
Norton labels us as dangerous. AVG labels us as dangerous. So clearly there is an attack to prevent people from learning the truth. And we're fighting back on that. Now, on the positive side, in Croatia today, December 1st, is the international presentation to the members of the Croatian parliament about the assault on freedom on the financial sector, legal institutions corrupted, medical institutions corrupted, turbo cancers, excess deaths. And one of our advisors, Andrea Klarich, who is an international businessman and journalist in Croatia, is the organizer and moderator for that conference. And I recommended Todd Callender (laughs) as one of the legal speakers to present the legal framework that has been built over many years. And I recommended Dr. William Mackis from Canada also working with us to expose the turbo cancers. And he and Todd were added to the speakers. People can listen live at Cloud Hub, Vax Choice, Truth Hub in multiple languages. Catherine Austin Fitz, Dr. Philip Werner, um, Kevin McKiernan. There's a whole host of internationally recognized speakers in medicine, law, and finance. And those spend Dr. Merrill Nass speaking against the WHO pandemic treaty. So it's a huge event. And Croatia is unique because they have only recently gained independence from communism. I say recently, 1995 was when they gained their independence, which isn't that long ago. So there are people alive in Parliament, and Andrea Claridge was a freedom fighter for independence in the 1990s, they remember communism. They remember censorship. They remember persecution, and they remember the financial controls. So for Croatia to be taking the lead to expose this evil, I think is very significant. Yeah, yeah. Along with what just took place in El Salvador. I was going to say, let me add, doctor, thank you for, for saying all of that. And thank you for the, the referral. It was really kind of you to do that. I've enjoyed talking with these people. Um, but I will tell you, my team and, and I have been up for early, early morning because we were under attack the whole time. And um, thank God we've got really good IT people. Um, and I know Andre, he like Andrew in English was there um, fighting it out, just trying to get this done. Because um, he hit significant opposition, and he said when I talked to him this morning, he said he's the most hated man in Western Europe, according to Western media right now. <laughs> so they're really they're penalizing him. But you put together a tremendous bouquet of people. Todd, let me yeah. ask you about your testimony. Then um, yeah. was that regarding stopping the WHO amendments? Was it regarding stopping the democide, yeah. the vaccine? What what was it about? Well, yes, all of those things. And so much that I wanted to educate people because it's obviously going into official record of parliament that the governments of this world have granted onto themselves the power to line you up, line all of us up and shoot us without any consequence, without any due process at all. 
That is the state of the law today, internationally and in our country. With our governments are unbridled in every respect. There's nothing stopping them from experimenting us and accusing us of anything. Even just having sniffles is enough of a reason to shoot us dead. Letter liquid makes no difference. The result is the same. And so this is part of it, including the issue about genetically modifying people and turning them into a slave class. And I said, please, you know, at the end of this, I'm imploring you, please outlaw the use of synthetic DNA and RNA to genetically modify people against their will. Well, the other question, Todd, along that line is, does what you presented in the legal framework tie in? It seems to me it does tie in with this massive invasion across the southern border in the U.S. Yes. Where Literally in Arizona and Pima County, Pima County sheriff and Pima County officials are allowing in 15,000 illegals per day, welcoming them. The Pima Pima County um, is supporting with housing and transportation and who knows what other social services. And they're using the Tucson airport. They're using Tucson airport hotels and Using and, and, and people are helping them, right? your, your county officials, right? We our county our officials county, and our, Lord, our county sheriff in Pima County are working with them <sighs> to facilitate this. And the Catholic and Lutheran church vans are ones that are participating in busing these people from the border into Arizona and north from here. So, It's a very alarming situation, and this seems to tie in with the legal framework that you were talking about. Well, it it is, Doctor, because they've given themselves plenary power, and the problem is nobody stopped them. Nobody in Congress, nobody in the judiciary, nobody anywhere has stopped them. I think they've paid everybody off, or, or we're all too busy to care, or we've been genetically modified to not care. Whatever the case, they've granted themselves plenary power to do whatever the hell they want to do. Well, let me add to that, guys. I want to show you this news item coming out of New York State, where that absolute treacherous governor is located. Assembly Bill A416 relates to the removal of cases, contacts, and carriers of communicable diseases who are potentially dangerous to the public health. Now, in the case of this bill, if it were to pass, they would be able to round up anybody they say is sick, anybody they say is part of the next pandemic. Anybody they say is dangerous to public health. So and they no don't even require a, trial. a medical evaluation. It's, That's right. on. it's a slippery slope into total despotism. And let me just show you guys this. And, and by the way, that is the state of federal law right now. Federal well, law already allows that. That's what I wanted to show you. Let's play this clip. I've not vetted this out. I'm not 100% sure this is true, but we're at my site, thephaser.com. And I want you to listen to this gal on TikTok explaining that the banker's Bolshevik rule 2.13 has passed in the New York Senate. Hashtag FEMA quarantine. This is definitely the scariest video I've ever made. Not just for New York City, it's for the entire state of New York. We are all going to have to run and get the fuck out of here. Let me explain to what happened over the weekend. Rule 213. Anybody remember what Rule 213 was supposed to be or what it is now? Over a year ago, Governor Hochul tried to have something come in place called Rule 213, where the state can come remove you from your home and put you into quarantine. And I'm not talking about C-19. I'm talking about any disease, including Lyme disease, toxic shock syndrome, things that aren't even contagious, okay? This happened last March. It was approved to go through until 
a bunch of lawyers sued them for it. And the judge appealed it. They said, this is not going to go through. No thanks. Bye. Until this past September, when Governor Hochul appealed that decision, followed up with the New York State Supreme Court Appellate Division, Fourth Judicial Department. Both sides gave their argument. Hochul's lawyers saying, oh, it's not going to be as bad as you think, while the other lawyers saying what the nightmare will be if this goes through. Number one, there's no age restriction. It could be a newborn baby. It could be your grandparents. It could be you who just gave birth. There are no restrictions to removing the person that needs to come out and go in quarantine. Could be in the middle of the night, middle of the day, while you're at work. Doesn't matter. They take you. You have no right. There is no due process. There are no court hearings. There is also no time duration limit. You are there until they tell you you can leave. I'll pause it there. I guess uh, you summed it up with these two words, Todd, unbridled tyranny. Yes. And and by the way, the state of federal law has been like that since 2016. The site, which we've had on here before, is 42 CFR Part 1771. In that case, it results uh, or relates to communicable diseases. But she's right. This has gone a step further. The law that she speaks of, the one that the Governor Hochul, we tried, by the way, Dr. Fleet and I were involved trying to stop this election from happening Mm -hmm. in this particular event because Bobby Ann Cox, the lawyer behind this, is a friend of ours. My point in telling you is this comes from what's called the Model Point Turning Act, or the sorry, the Model Turning Point Act. It was a, a, a piece of model legislation. This, um, Johns Hopkins University was paid $26 million to make sure it went through each and every state's legislature and passed unbridled power. They can take you away for mere suspicion of a sniffle alone, no duration, no recourse, no anything. And we've been fighting this for years now um, in, this, in the states. But despite this, Florida, you might not know this, already has this law. And by the way, uh, Mr. DeSantis has twice had the opportunity to repeal this law, and he's refused to. So you think you think uh, New York is bad? Florida's had this law the whole time. And hiding it from the people of Florida. That's right. And we were, you know, we, we did a, an interview with Bobby Ann Cox and Jamie Shore last year about yep. this. And the the chilling thing was the degree to which this could all just be on suspicion of an infectious or any one of these conditions, not all of which were contagious, as this person pointed out. And there was no medical test required. There was no medical evaluation by any, any physician required. They, it's the state bureaucracy and state bureaucrats and law enforcement that can just come and take you. This person giving this video is exactly correct on all the points she made. And she doesn't even have to bother. Again, the citation, 42 Code of Federal Regulations, Part 1771. It's been there from 2016. And by the way, right after that was done, the Bureau of Justice was created, which amalgamated law enforcement, um, public health corrections, that's the jails, with what? With the judiciary, right? All four of those are one. And Dr. Vlade and I actually met this, trying to get people out of um, jail, the hospital jails. We couldn't get them out. You know why? Because that amalgamation, when we went to court, the judges wouldn't hear our cases because they'd been amalgamated with public health 
and uh, the sorry corrections and and law enforcement. When you have your client call the cops, please help get my person out of you know this this hospital jail. The cops would arrest the complainant. This law is already done and dusted. They're just telling us what they've already done. That's the joke on us. Well, here's the sad part, guys. And uh, more and more people are waking up to the fact that our government has been hijacked. Governments around the world have been hijacked. Yeah, that's right. And precious few leaders are doing anything about it. One of the exceptions being President Bukele in El Salvador. Maybe I'll play some of that clip in just one second as he put his entire cabinet on blast that corruption will no longer be tolerated. Corruption is the name of the game in Washington, D.C. These people buy and trade each other and they're bought and sold by people like Jeffrey Epstein with blackmail. So, quote, but when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object invinces a design to reduce we the people under absolute despotism, it is our right, it is our duty to throw off such government and provide new guards for our future security. That is just so magnificent. I'd be talking about a breath of fresh air to see this man standing um, and, and saying, no, no more. As you're saying that, it's going through my mind right now. I bet the first order of business when he was um, put into to office was seize the accounts of all the generals and, and top police officers because El Salvador was extraordinarily corrupt. He must have had to, to take a look at all of them. In fact, this is where he's giving them all a bollocking, isn't it? I think he's telling them, hey, I think I already know what you've got in your bank account and how you got it. If I find anything more, you're done. (laughs) Nobody wants to go to an El Salvadoran jail, I assure you. I guess unless you speak Spanish, that's not going to do people any good, but the subtitles are very important. It's 20 minutes where the executive branch and the president puts those he oversees on absolute blast, saying that his attorney general, not him, this isn't a political witch hunt, It is the law. And the attorney general will be digging into everyone's backgrounds and bank accounts to see if there's been corruption. If there hasn't been, you got nothing to worry about. If there has been, you will pay the price because there is no immunity in El Salvador for those guilty of corruption. It is such a breath of fresh air. And by the way, he made Bitcoin legal tender. Do you know what that means? That means when you profit from Bitcoin, if you buy Bitcoin and you make $10,000 a coin, when you go to trade it back for El Salvadorian Boulevard or whatever the heck it is they have down there, you don't pay taxes. You don't pay taxes. (laughs) You will not pay taxes in El Salvador on your Bitcoin. This is what the leader of El Salvador is doing. And by the way, you know who's got his ear? Max Kaiser, the crypto billionaire, Max Kaiser, an ultimate truth teller, Max Kaiser, who I started following back in like 2007, 2008, when he blew the whistle on 9-11 and he blew the whistle on the gold being stolen from under those towers. Max Kaiser has been a truth teller for a long time and he got into Bitcoin at a dollar. So now he's got the the president of El Salvador. Love that. Isn't that great? The bastion of freedom starts in Central America. I absolutely love this. And and by the way, he's um, he's a good Christian. I, I know him through some other people, and he's really quite a guy. Young and energetic and, and dedicated, principled. Yeah, and uh, what he says in that speech, too, before all of those folks, his entire cabinet, he says, corruption will not be tolerated because I want a legacy. And what I don't want my Beautiful. legacy to be, as a Christian, he doesn't want his legacy to be one of corruption, criminality, and theft from the people. And he makes the point. It's not our money. It's the people's money. So he won't yeah. tolerate corruption because he wants a lasting legacy. And he makes the point to everybody in that room 
that we'll all be dead in a hundred years. So what really matters is our legacy. This is a man cut from a different cloth, Todd. He is. And, and I, t- I have to tell you, I take heart in this and seeing some of the other moves happening in, in Central and South America. You look at, in Argentina, now the what new president. Happened? Yeah, and he's saying, new president, first and foremost, the first time they've had a non-commie for a long time. Um, and the, their inflation rate is somewhere around 100% per year. And this guy's like, no, mess. we're not doing that. And uh, we're not joining BRICS. And he's talking about adopting the U.S. dollar. And I'll tell you why that's a good thing. El Salvador, Turks and Caicos, various other places, Panama, all U.S. dollar. Why is that good? Ecuador, U.S. dollar. Because it makes it impossible for the U.S. to rule out their central bank digital currency because cash is king in South and Latin America. That's how it works. People got duffel bags full of U.S. dollars because the, the Bolivar is Venezuela. Uh, doesn't mean anything. In fact, Venezuela moved to the dollar, too. Everybody had to. But there's no way to contain that in central bank digital currency. There's just too much. of uh, They call them euro dollars, even though these are outside the United States and South America. Um, it's impossible to put that genie back in the bottle. Um, and I think this is one of the reasons why we've not seen the U.S. collapse. There's just too much liquidity outside the borders of the United States. Well, here's the good news. The old guard is dying off. I mean, yeah. literally dying off. So the father of the grand chessboard, Zygmunt Brzezinski, his daughter uh-huh. still appears every morning on The Morning Joe, is Mika Brzezinski. So follow yeah, the bloodlines. So the father of the grand chessboard, this new world order, Zygmunt Brzezinski, is long since dead. Henry Kissinger just died. And Charlie yes. Munger, Warren Buffett's sidekick, he just died at age 100. And Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett, guess who bailed out Goldman Sachs in 08, 09 and took a big winning position with Goldman Sachs through that blood money? Yeah. Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett. Berkshire Hathaway. That's right. So the old guard is dying off. And so when you have young leaders empowered by the people who are now populist in nature and they're fed up with this new world order and they're fed up with the tyranny that they've witnessed decade after decade after decade, we the people in America are now just starting to get a taste of that. But when you have new young blooded leaders like the one in El Salvador, like the one in Argentina, and like what's happening in Estonia where they say, screw you to the World Health Organization, it should buoy all our spirits, guys. That's right. Well, Sean, along that line, the countries of Eastern Europe and, and the, the Baltic area, Estonia, Lithuania, Latvia, who had only recently also come out from under communism, when we were there in those countries in 2012, they had thriving economies and just the, the, the exuberant young people who were finally free, those countries know what it was like to live under communism. Eastern Europe, when you look at what's happening with um, many of the leaders of Eastern Europe, and Poland is another good example. We were in Poland in 2005, and to see the vibrancy of that country... We were in those countries in 79 when they were under communist control and they were bleak and oppressive and it was very intimidating (laughs) to be there and much less live there. And so to see the comparisons between the Soviet Union in the 70s when we were there in 2012 in other these other countries when we were there later. It they all know what this was like. America has never tasted that. Right. I never tasted that degree of oppression until really COVID hit and it was so in your face at every level. But all of those countries experienced, lived under it for, for decades 
And they are recently escaped from communism and they don't want to go back to tyranny of any kind, whether it's communism or whether it's the global elites and the New World Order and Klaus Schwab. So I, I have to tell you, Doc, that, you know, I've, I experienced that myself. I was in Poland in the 13, early 1990s when the Russians left and the Poles had just learned what paint was because everything was gray and black. Just as you said, yep. there was no paint and they just started bringing in paint and people took pride in painting their buildings and their houses for the oh, first yes. time. We, ever. we were no, uh, we noticed that when we were in Wroclaw yes. and Krakow, yeah. yes. the, the, the city colors were so vibrant. Yeah, because they they didn't have any paint before that. And what I wanted to say to you is I was in uh, Paris just a a couple of years ago, and I was so sad to see that Paris looked like Warsaw in 1993. There was no fresh paint. There was graffiti everywhere, and there were people in the streets begging. They called them Syrians, but they were God knows what. Paris was a, a crapper. I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't take my family there. I'm sorry for Parisians and, and French people. Your city's gone. You think ours are bad? New York is bad? Take a look there. It's just it's destroyed. This is what the thirst for socialism does. It leads you right down the communist trail. Friends, pardon the brief interruption. Just a quick word about our sponsor. Just when you thought it was safe, interest rates spiked and new threats have come out of nowhere. Tensions are boiling from Asia to Europe and adapting to this turmoil is the key to safeguarding your wealth. Perhaps you've not considered gold before, but now is the time. It's insurance, and right now, you need some insurance. Noble Gold Investments has been protecting investors from disaster for years with precious metals. So if you're worried, it might be time to take a fresh look at gold and silver. Gold is a multi-century proven safe haven to shield your portfolio. And right now, Noble Gold Investments is offering a free three-ounce silver American virtue coin with its new IRAs this month. If you open your Noble Gold Investments IRA or 401k rollover right now, you can claim your coin today. Remember, crisis brews, gold insulates. Secure yourself and your portfolio against the threats. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com right now. noblegoldinvestments.com. It's the gold company I trust. This is what the thirst for socialism does. It leads you right down the communist trail. Everybody's equally miserable. That's That's what that means. That's what the goal is of United Nations Agenda 2030. And by the way, New York has fallen. New York City has fallen so much so that my friend Mel Kay, who lived in Manhattan for years and years, she just moved to Florida. They sold everything and they got out because this immigrant situation quickly went from 70,000 immigrants in New York City to over 120,000 immigrants. And it's only getting worse. They are going to destroy our nation by design, which leads me back to what's happening and what has happened in these third world nations for so very long on the back of these economic hitmen. You guys will recall the book. Confessions of an Economic Hitman by John Perkins. Well, that same apparatus is now being unloosed on we the people in this country. Democrats have no cards to play for 2024 except imprisoning Trump and or, and I hate to even say the word, they're now talking about terminating Trump openly on talk shows, which to me is akin to assassination. I want you guys to listen to this clip. What do they do with Kamala Harris? They're going to put her on the moon. Like, what are they going to do? She's the vice president. So if he dies, she becomes the president, which is fucking wild when you hear that lady talk. But what if what if what if like Biden says, like in, I don't know, May, he says, you know, I'm I'm just not feeling up to it. And then and then they say Kamala is now the president. She's the first female president. And then she steps down at the convention and they said, 
let's give it to, to Newsom. I mean, do you that think that's a plausible scenario? Is possible, but it would be a real problem for people that are Kamala Harris supporters, and believe it or not, they exist. Yeah, but I mean, how? I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure the Democratic Party is just like calculating how they big, have to be. how big is this, and what's what's the thing? Like I think that? they have fucking no cards, and they're looking at this this game, and I don't know. I think they're depending upon party loyalty, and they're depending upon Trump getting convicted. Okay, so guys, you remember when this whole ticket got assembled with Sleepy Joe and Kamala? It made no sense to pick her because out of all the people that were running for nomination for the Democrat ticket in the political party of the Democrats, Kamala Harris was the least liked, the most poorly polled, and the most maligned person out of the entire bunch. And somehow she's vice president sitting in line to become president only in a banana republic, Todd. Well, it's helpful when somebody like that will do anything you ask them to do. I remember seeing uh, it was actually really tragic. She's sitting in the White House telling people, go get your shots. They might hurt you, but go get your shots or something like that. And she actually was telling the truth, you know, Um, but she said it in such a way that that people believe they were safe and effective. She's very convincing and I think a lot smarter than people give her credit to be. Oh, I don't know about that. I've heard she slept her way to the top. You know what was going on when she was involved in San Francisco politics? Yes, right? I, do, so, I do. And by the way, if you've ever heard her talk, don't discount the woman. Don't she, discount her. She, I think, is an she abs- be very clever. She's an absolute psychopath. When she, she like her unbridled cackling after every, like yeah. she loves yellow yes. school buses, just for instance. She's insane. Who doesn't? Yellow school buses. <laughs> God. <laughs> God help us. God help us. So anyway, it looks like they're going to try to either imprison Donald J. Trump or they might try to whack him. But then what does that do? See, the genie's already out of the bottle and the people are waking up. Well, that's happened before, right? They they whacked John F. Kennedy. We yeah. now know that was declassified and our government did it. And what happened? We have a uniparty and a super powerful intel uh, community, the military industrial complex that runs the world. That's where we are right now. And they are completely unbridled. Why do they need to kill Trump? All that does is tell me what a threat he truly is to the status quo, because the rulers of this world, you know, why are they worried about this one guy when they already own everything? Well, that's right. And let me ask you guys this. What do you think happened to Obama's chef? Because reports are that Michelle in parentheses, Michael, Obama has not been seen with Barack since after the death of that chef, which was ruled an accident as this very highly skilled muscular swimmer died in like six feet of water while paddleboarding. One wonders what really happened there, because evidently Michael and Barack, they've had a bit of a falling out. Mm. Love, love triangle. I don't know. They're all kind of dudes, aren't they? Well, you might be right there. I think we're talking about, well, we don't need to go there, but uh, just look at uh, some of the images of Michelle dancing on the Ellen show back in the day. Yeah, I saw that. There was something weird going on (laughs) down below that ought not be going on down below if you're an actual female, Todd. (laughs) That's the way I saw it, too. And it wasn't just that. There was actually quite a few of those pictures out there. I'm concerned about all the people that are dying from the COVID shots, and we can't do much to change the Obama triangle, but we can help the people that are dying of the COVID shots and help those who are still getting the boosters because. Well, yeah, tell us, sorry, Doctor, I get, I apologize, but I, I'm glad you said it. Cause I got that question this morning. 
Um, people are saying, wait, what about the SV40? What about, what is Dr. Vliet saying? I promised I would ask you. Well, I, I think we've got to keep emphasizing. I'm waiting to see what Sean's going to. No, I'm just showing people sort of a news roundup because it's funny. I'm just saying that everywhere we look, we see hypocrisy. Here's one, for instance. They tell us that Pizzagate and Pedogate have been debunked while never addressing the crimes of Jeffrey Epstein. Well, Ghislaine Maxwell is serving prison time for providing children to clients, but none of the clients are ever named and nobody goes to jail. Meanwhile, a top Pentagon official has just been arrested for human trafficking. So one of the very people that helped, quote unquote, debunk Pizzagate is now going to go to prison for being involved in Pizzagate. I'm just saying there's hypocrisy at every turn. Can, can I just add something to this? And I, doctor, please forgive me. I want to get back to it. Please bear in mind, this is really important for us all. And doctor, I think you'll have an opinion on this. We're becoming so disillusioned, the unbridled power, nothing makes sense. Everything is upside down. And I think that makes the human mind ripe for conversion, that we will, we will glom on to anything that is order, anything with structure. And I, I fear that this makes us an opportunity for a dictator type personality to come in and say, I'll solve all your problems. Here it is. Well, we already have that, Todd. What do you mean? Wait for someone. We've had that under Obama for eight years. He was a, he was exercising solely executive authority. He said it. I have the power of the phone and the pen. He was in effect, a dictatorial president, Joe Biden. Yeah, nobody stopped him. Uh, exactly. No, Joe Biden has been a dictator. It's not. It's like, well, look around. What do you mean? We're right for someone to come in. No, no, I just I, I just fear it. that the the raw, raw, raw 2024, everybody thinks that Mr. Trump is going to come and solve all the problems. And I just want people to be careful and think for yourselves um, that if there's unbridled power now, um, maybe it's really worthwhile putting some stops in place that you don't hear unbridled power with more unbridled power. That's the point I'm trying to make. Well, I, I have never in all of following what President Trump, candidate Trump, President Trump, and now candidate President Trump again, I have never heard him say that unbridled power was what he sought. He has no, sought no indeed. to put power back in the hands of the people deregulation, free economy. His medical proposal for health care reform was one of the best I'd seen in 25 oh. years. And, oh. and we heavily promoted that. And unfortunately, it was the Republican Party elites that sabotaged his health care reform proposal, which was the same economic principles that AAPS that me personally and many free market physicians had been trying for decades to get accomplished. Let let me remind you, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I want to point out that Operation Warp Speed was dictatorial. It was a military operation designed to take out humanity, and he's the guy that put it into place. Also, I don't don't agree. I don't agree completely that he was fully informed Oh, I didn't say he was. I said he was the guy that, that put it in place. I, he, I, I can't get he, inside of his head, but I'm just he, saying, Doctor, we cannot ex- whitewash this. It I'm happens. not whitewashing it, and I have, have spoken out against that extensively, but that was a 
Department of Defense CIA DARPA. And I was in the background working with Senator Johnson and others. And I know for a fact that some of the re- truthful reports that we prepared were kept from President Trump. Well, let me Mark Meadows and others were actually blocking President Trump being given information that me and many others were working on getting prepared. So I and I know that Rick Bright, director of Barter and then subsequent in his role with the FDA, bragged about the fact that he openly he bragged in a news interview that I have a copy of about sabotaging President Trump and Secretary Azar on making hydroxychloroquine available from the national stockpile. Wow. I mean, that's important stuff we we have to know. I've not seen that. I would love to see that. Well, I have that article in my files from 2020. I was, I wrote extensively about it and did a lot of interviews about it, but, and, and Rick Bright deliberately sabotaged the availability of hydroxychloroquine with his March 23rd, 2020 ruling at the FDA that hydroxychloroquine yeah, could only be used for hospitalized patients on a clinical trial. He restricted it. Yes. From, from being a marketable use. drug. Yeah. That's and right. not only that, Senator Johnson called me personally the first week of April, 2020 and said, I just heard your interview in Milwaukee about the fact that doctors were having trouble prescribing hydroxychloroquine. I want to know what's going on. And I gave him an earful. And he said, President Trump, personally, I was there. President Trump personally called the CEOs of multiple pharmaceutical companies, had 76 million doses donated to the national stockpile, and they are being blocked from being disseminated. And it was Rick Bright and Janet wow. Woodcock in the FDA, and they were sabotaging the efforts of Azar, Navarro, and Trump. I know I that su- for a fact. I sued Janet Woodcock. She was a defendant in my lawsuit. Small world. <laughs> well, let me just add something. All right. None of us know what lies in the man's heart. Yeah, that's right. However, he has allowed prayer circles in the Oval Office. That stands in stark contrast to this puppet masquerading as our president, Joe Biden, who at this point is either openly serving China or the devil himself. Uh, But let me do a screen share and remind you guys of how much they hate this man. And we'll find out what's going to happen, because if he gets back into the White House, you're going to have a man whose business and family was targeted for destruction by these people. Did y'all know that DJT won the in-person vote in all 50 states in 2020, while Biden won the mail-in ballot vote in every single state? Wow. So how did this happen in Argentina? Paper ballots, Todd. Um, I think, yeah, absolutely. That's the point. And the, the joke on all this is people think... Oh, it's impossible to count that many ballots. But I mean, you know, all of 10 years ago, we were counting that many ballots. What's changed? You're absolutely positively, it's got to go back. And I mean, anytime you can have a computer, you know, it's programmable, it's hackable. Right. Listen to Noah Harari. He says our buys are hackable. And, and they are, by the way. We've come to find a bunch of information about uh, wireless body area networks now. We are being hacked right now. 
uh, as a matter of fact. So, yeah, any of this computer stuff, uh, man, I'm swearing off on it. I'm going to go back to this news item from earlier in the broadcast, and let's just round out the conversation talking about the absolute slippery slope. It's a free fall into tyranny at this point if these people get their way. So UN launches Gates-funded global digital ID. Okay. So earlier in the broadcast, the good doctor was talking about her issues with her Spotify shop and other forms of censorship. Now, when Media Matters did a hit piece about SGT Report and other YouTubers, that very same day, we were terminated from YouTube because of that hit piece, okay, without cause, without warning. A week later, another Media Matters hit piece got us taken down from Patreon. Now you have Elon Musk calling Media Matters pure evil, right, and suing them. That's good news. But here's the thing. They want you to have a digital fee to get on the internet at all. See, that's... That's how they're going to win this war. If they if get it's more than that, no, no, they'll program you. That's that's what we're coming to understand. It's exactly what Noah already said. We're programmable. We're hackable animals. They've already got this right. That what we've come to understand is that in 2008 they they issued standards for our body's wireless body area network. We are way behind on this whole thing. And Dr. Vliet's actually been at the the very forefront of this understanding it. But the digital ID is really just a way to tell you, oh, by the way, we're hooking in money to your biorhythms and everything you do will be tied into the same place. Every vaccine, everything you do, every thought you have will be tied into this. It's not just digital ID. It's it's digital you. It's digital all of us. You know, and when you're digitized, they can just turn you off. They can reprogram you and do whatever they want to do. And the problem is, that, that this has all been progressing for 20 years and nobody told us, nobody in government, no watchdog said, hey, do you think we should slow this down? Nobody said a peep and it's already happened. But here's the good news. And you guys tell me, Doc, you tell me if you think I'm right. The spark of liberty in one's soul when one learns the truth about all of this is like the spark of life at the moment of conception. Yes. It cannot be stopped. You cannot put that spark of liberty back in the bottle. The genie's out of the bottle. And as people wake up, we hit an exponential tipping point against this tyranny. And if enough people do not comply, they lose. It's just that simple. I think you're right, Sean. Now, let let me give you a couple of concerns that affect that spark of liberty. (coughs) One is, this is one of the reasons that there's been such a push for legalization of marijuana. I think one of the problems is that not only the rampant street drug use and marijuana in particular tends to make people apathetic and lacking in motivation when used every day. And I think that's part of the the push to make it so widely available and legalize it. It, It's an amotivational syndrome. It's been well described in medicine for at least 40, 50 years. I think that is dampening down the spirit of freedom and liberty. And that's why you see so many apathetic people But I think added to that is the COVID shot and the fact that it creates brain inflammation and a frontal lobe brain syndrome where people are apathetic and amotivational and don't don't exhibit good judgment and and thinking skills. And then you add to that the rampant 
increase in electromagnetic radiation exposure from all sources. And that also alters the, it it contributes to inflammation in the body and the brain, and it affects our thinking and our drive, and it it has endocrine disruption effects. Marijuana dampens down testosterone in men, for example, and interferes with women's ovarian function. So whenever you're having endocrine disruption, inflammation, abnormalities in blood clotting and and, uh, bleeding, and the um, immune disruption, and all of that coupled, added together, adds to the brain inflammation. These are physiological and physical environmental factors that are affecting the human drives, the human motivation, our spark of liberty, our fighting spirit, so to speak. And that's what concerns me greatly. You're absolutely right. The, the people yearn to be free unless they're medicated. Mm. And, wow. and the Prozac Nation, go back to the books written about Prozac Nation, long-term use of SSRI antidepressants and SNRI yeah. antidepressants and the atypical antipsychotics are dampening down people's drive and motivation and independent thinking. 100%. And it's by design. Because if you look yes. at the ingredients for Prozac specifically, I'm going off memory, I'm not a doctor. But I think if memory recalls, the number one ingredient, the first ingredient is the fluoride molecule. Some aspect of fluoride is what see, here's the thing. You inject people with fluoride, you make them drink fluoride in the water, and you destroy their pineal gland, their third eye, you destroy their you essentially are lobotomizing people. And that's also what's going on with the vaccine, right? The bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine is they're lobotomizing people. There is a new study out showing that this thing is killing the empathy in people. I'm talking about the bioweapon. It's targeting the frontal lobe. And it's making people lose even love for their own family. I've talked about this. But it's also targeting the limbic system, Sean. It's not just the frontal lobe. It's entire brain inflammation. And the limbic system, the limbic system is the seat of our emotions. And, and you've got the, the higher cognitive centers, the speech centers, the memory centers. It's the entire brain. It's, it's some of the behavioral changes that you're talking about are frontal lobe. But we've also got the limbic system that's regulating emotions and memory and sleep and appetite and the emotional volatility. A lot of that's coming from limbic system damage, which is one of the most sensitive areas of the brain to loss of oxygen. And the COVID bioweapons are interfering with the cellular oxygenation and mitochondrial function. Yeah, it's a multifaceted attack. It literally is a bioweapon. And as we part ways, do you guys have three more minutes or do you have to run? Yeah, I have two. All right. If you have to bail during this, Doc, we'll say our goodbyes now. Thank you so much. Shout out the website for us, will you? Truthforhealth.org and truthforhealthstore.com. God bless you. The good doctor might be leaving us as I play this clip. Then we'll come back to Todd as we say our goodbyes. This is President Bukele on Tucker Carlson, talking about the absolute annihilation of the United States from within. The demise of the U.S. has to come from within. The enemies have to be inside, not, not really outside. No, no, no external enemy can, could, 
can cause so much damage as internal. It's an internal operation. And you're, here, and you're watching internal operations here. You, you can see them in, the, in cities, cities that were pristine 30 years ago are wastelands right now. You would see people, I mean, I'm from El Salvador, third world country in Central America. And myself, I can see cities here and say, I don't want to, I want to live here. So that, that would be unthinkable three decades ago. Totally unthinkable. That a Salvadoran wouldn't want to live in a U.S. city, in a U.S. main city. I mean, Los Angeles, San New York, Francisco, Chicago. Yeah. Well, uh, Philadelphia, Baltimore. When you look how the cities are eroding so fast, this has to be by design. Who would make so many stupid decisions? Like, okay, we're going to, we're going to give you money for drugs. Really, they're doing that. In some cities, they're giving people drugs. I mean, they're literally giving people drugs in some U.S. cities. Or they say, okay, we're going to give you money if you don't work. Or we're going to, you know, they make all of these laws that make no sense. Or if they have a high crime, okay, I have a solution. Let's defund the police, right? They make this uh, analysis here. And, and you see all these campaigns, defund the police. You will see these campaigns of, you know, uh, let's allow uh, shoplifting up to this amount. They make this this these decisions openly. I mean, it's not even a secret. They make it, they, they made them, they make them openly. And you, we, we all know what would be the consequence of a defunding of the police, uh, allow sh for shoplifting, uh, give drugs to drug addicts, uh, you know, give money for people to stop work. What would be the consequence of it? You will destroy the, you will destroy the society, you will destroy the city, you will destroy the economy. And it's not only a logical thing, a logical thing to think, it's, it's already happened. And when they see more problems, they say, oh, so we need more of the same solutions that cause these problems in the first place. And they enact more of them. So they have more problems. And they, they enact more of the same solutions that cause those problems. They have more problems. So you would, you would think these people, they, they can be so dumb. Of course they're not. They're smart. They're very smart people. So, why are they doing these things? Because it's by design. It has to be by design. There's no other logical explanation. Well, imagine the um, the UN is announcing that 50 in five, that they're going to have 50 nations fully digitized in five years. Their new target is 2028. Um, so here we, we struggle to think how bad it, it would be. Um, you know, back in those days, imagine how quickly this is going to go badly in South for us. Uh, if that digitization uh, model happens, it, it really is the central bank digital currency is the death of humanity's freedom. Any free will is gone because yep. we'll be completely controllable. Yep. And uh, people from all walks of life, knowledgeable people like yourself, well-known personalities are now sounding the alarm, warning humanity that a central bank digital currency in this digital ID is a full stop. To the end. It's full stop total tyranny. And it must be rejected out of hand. That's right. And and by the way, these are the UN Safe Cities Initiative, right? These are the very same ones that gave onto themselves the power to call in UN or foreign troops to quell any uprising. 
Where have we seen that before? Was it in Nazi Germany, 1937, brought in the foreign troops? Um, what did we see in the truckers in Canada? Four white C-141s showed up with a bunch of mercenaries that donned police uniforms. Those, those safe cities, those Democrat-run cities, all of whom have done this. That's right. It's the model. It's your UN model right there. It is the model. And so as we part ways, we need to remind people that our alphabet agencies have been hijacked by a weaponized corporate government. But beyond that, you have those agencies sitting above these nation states. And I'm talking about the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, but more importantly, the Bank for International Settlements and the IMF, the central banking Rothschild cabal. That is what, in the United Nations, that's what's driving all of this tyranny, Todd. Well, it is right at the very top. Imagine if you could print money out of thin air and loan it to governments around the world, what couldn't you own? And the answer is nothing except for perhaps time, time itself. Other than that, they own it all. That's right. Evidently, they don't own President Bukele, and hopefully they don't own Donald J. Trump. I know some people think they do. And if this is just 4D chess that spells our total destruction... It's the stupidest chess game I've ever witnessed because you know what they wanted. They wanted Hillary Clinton. They, you know, they wanted a viable, easy, already in their pocket puppet and they got Trump and they lost their minds. Let's think about this. We, you know, life is hazardous to your health. We are mortal. And so the question really becomes, how do you, how do you want to die? Die fighting, fighting for your freedom, fighting for your family, fighting for, for survival of our species or do you want to just go ahead and tick the box and, and, and let them do the computer you know, elections uh, and, and bring in Hillary or whoever else they want to bring in? They'll just march them right into the White House in every other position they want. So, I mean, stand now uh, or forever hold your peace. Or maybe you can go to El Salvador. Maybe uh, they'll have you. They'll take you. They are. They are taking people. And a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of Bitcoiners have expatriated from the United States to El Salvador. So we'll, we'll see it. how that whole story plays out. But uh, I like your quote, life is hazardous to your health. So either get yeah. busy living or get busy dying, to quote, right. to quote Shawshank Redemption. And uh, either you'll live on your feet or you'll die on your knees, friends. That's right. That's Our exactly guest right. has been the one, the only super attorney, Todd Callender. How do people <laughs> track you? What are you working on? I know you're, you got your hands full with CloudHub. Dear Lord above, yes, indeed. Thank you. So um, that and a lot of legal work. So Disabled Rights Advocates, our law firm, Clout Hub, is uh, is coming along nice. We, we fixed it. It actually works now. And we launched Truth Hub, which, of course, is our video conferencing with uh, instant translation features. We are moving all of Clout Hub to be uh, multilingual, such that people anywhere in the world will be able to use it in any language they want to. In other words, we're, we're getting rid of barriers to entry, barriers to information. We want everybody to have... SGT report, for example, in their own language. That's how we're going to solve this. Yeah, thanks for taking that on. In addition to all the things you do, you took on the CEO role at CloudHub. Guys, check us out over at CloudHub and follow SGT report. I really don't have that many followers there, so we really would appreciate it. change that. Yeah, and in the meantime, guys, you know, we post everything over at BitChute and Rumble since we were terminated in 2020 from YouTube without cause or warning. Uh, and the tyrants continue to act as tyrants, but uh, we're going to win this thing one way or the other. Todd, thank you so much for sticking with oh, me uh, right to the end here, brother. Have a good day. Oh, always my pleasure, Sean. You're a pal. Thank you for having me. God bless you. Yeah, thank you, sir. And thanks for all that you do for me behind the scenes as well. Guys, I'll remind you every single day for free. Check us out for free at sgtreport.com. That is the antidote to corporate propaganda and all of those mockingbird mainstream media CIA lies. God bless you and yours. Bye-bye. 
we will get through it and we will be stronger for it. If they want to give me or anyone a hundred convictions, let them. These convictions mean nothing. Let them keep coming in, trying to break down our door. I had the police at my house last night attempting to intimidate me because I've been exposing this psyop. Now, obviously, we didn't let them in. But this is the new Ireland now. 